It's time for Radio Royalty with James Golden and America's Princess of Policy, Princess Di. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it is time for Her Highness, Her Royalness. <laughs> Everything lovely, nice, and intelligent. Finally, some intelligence. Because I've just been ranting and raving out of my mind today. Finally, the voice of reason pops up. And it is our very own, speaking of pop, we got news on pops today. It's our very own Princess of Policy. Yes, yes. (laughs) Princess Di. Welcome, Princess Di. How are you? I am so happy to speak with you, Sir James. I always love that intro. (laughs) This is so enjoyable. Yeah, me too. I love it too. Listen, your president... Joe Your Biden president. got heated <laughs> speaking about foreign shipping companies yesterday. He's frustrated. He says he wants to pop somebody. I have to admit to you, a lot of us elected officials have been in office for a while. Every once in a while, something you learn makes you viscerally angry. Like if you had the person in front of you, you'd want to pop them. Well, he, he he wants to pop shipping moguls because they've raised their prices and joe biden doesn't like shipping moguls raising their prices and now he wants to pop them he wants to take them out and do what he did the corn pop he wants to pop them he wants to corn pop the shipping moguls (laughs) he was a bad dude he's a really bad dude You know, Joe Biden. He had chains. He had chains. And he came up. He saw me. He saw them little black kids rubbing the hair on my legs. And he was like, what are you Hey, it's not me. Joe Biden talked about black kids rubbing the hairs on his legs. I know. It's so weird. Very freaky and creepy. Yeah, and then he wanted to pop corn pop because corn pop had chains. And now he wants to go pop some shipping moguls. And he doesn't want to send his kid to those jungle schools either while I'm at it. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, you know. And all them Indians in the 7-Eleven store. Because, you know, you got to be an Indian if you own a 7-Eleven store. You have to have a slight Indian accent. You have to have an Indian accent. And you have to be clean and articulate like Obama. Finally, we got a clean and articulate one. That's what Joe Biden did say about Obama. All this stuff is just, I'm just having a Joe Biden moment here. Why, I'm channeling Joe. I don't want my kids going to them jungle schools with them jungle kids, with them jungle people. Them little black kids like to rub the hair on my legs. I don't know why they like to to rub the hair on my legs. But they do. Little black kids, they sit around me like I'm Abe Lincoln. They look up to me like I'm great white father, and they rub the hair on my legs. But I still don't want my kids going to them jungle schools with them jungle kids. And by the way, I want them jungle kids, well, they can't own 7-Elevens because you have to have an Indian accent to run 7-Elevens, but I want to pop me some, some, some shipping moguls like I popped old corn pop. What the hell? 81 million votes, James. 81 million votes. Okay, well, the latest bad guy in Joe Biden's world are these anonymous shipping moguls, which he suddenly came up with, as he said, 
every once in a while, something you learn makes you viscerally ang- angry. So he, he just learned about the shipping world, apparently, <laughs> that there are shipping moguls. And he says, this is his quote, after he said he wanted to pop these moguls, there are nine major ocean line shipping companies that ship from Asia to the United States, nine. They formed three consortium. These companies have raised their prices by as much as 1,000%. So nine companies formed three. Co- First of all, as a, as a language person, the plural of consortium is consortia. So you can't have three consortium, but I leave that aside. No one else notices these things. Okay. But he has gone from blaming Republicans to blaming Putin, and then now all of a sudden he's trying to aim the anger of the American people at these shadowy shipping companies because his own transportation secretary hasn't untangled the supply chain problem at all, has made it worse. Pete Buttigieg's too busy trying to get some baby formula going. I thought he was on leave. Paternity leave. He so came is he back, back from now? paternity leave. Yeah, he's back. He's he <laughs> okay. he and he and he and Chasen are, are are the dads are their twins are I think have enough baby food just because your baby doesn't. What do you okay. care? Okay, so Mayor Pete is back in the saddle, so to speak. Okay, oh, so to that's speak. Good to know. So yes, uh, the supply chain is broken, and so Biden and his regime have been blaming lots of different. They're just basically throwing things at the wall to see what will stick. I think, and this is the latest one. And let me tell you, this is not going to work. Most people had a huh reaction to Biden wanting to pop, you know, moguls, foreign moguls. Didn't name any of them didn't specify the company names. It's just, oh, no, it's these anonymous shipping companies that are to blame. for. And he said in the same speech that this was the cause of the of the increase in food and, and fuel. And then in the same speech, he said basically Exxon was to blame. And then he said it was Putin's price hike. So he, he is so confused. He's just, as I say, a little bit, I think, stunned by the numbers. Uh, inflation, as you had mentioned, yeah, let's talk about that. 8.6 uh, annual rate as of last numbers. And uh, Moody's Analytics analyzed that. That's $460 more per month for every American. Now, People cannot come up with basically an additional $500 a month that they're spending on necessities, food and fuel. So this is why people are just upset and, of course, blaming uh, Biden for his policies because that's what's causing it. So he's trying to redirect the anger elsewhere, and it is not going to work. Well, what I don't understand is this. There was surprise in the economic capitals of our of our, uh, there was surprise. They expected this inflation to go down. Why? What has the Biden well, administration done to drive it? They've been wrong about everything. At first, they thought it was going to be transitory, and then they denied it was happening, and then they changed that to, well, it was a good thing. And now, all of a sudden, it's so obvious, which we all knew was this is exactly what everyone predicted because it is like gravity. You increase the money supply 
as much as they have by trillions and trillions of dollars. It devalues each individual dollar, and it takes more dollars to buy things. This is like a law of economics. And so when Biden started doing this, you know, trillions of dollars of additional dollars, everyone said this is going to cause terrible inflation. And the fact that they did not react for so long has now made this a a domino effect problem that is not that genie is not going to go back into the bottle without terrible pain for the American people. And yet I just read this morning Politico's analysis calling it a vibe recession, V-I-B-E. It's just bad vibes that this is it's just people are upset for no reason we are in a recession in vibe only the fed targets vibes which is a problem but this is just bad feelings that american people it's going to cause an uh, upcoming problem but it there is no economic problem because unemployment is good job openings are good consumer demand is good the economy is red hot this is according to politico so it is a mystery and biden has said the same thing how great the american economy is it is a mystery to the uh, regime and to the media why people are so upset about yeah gas prices are going up a little bit but it's not a big deal because everything else is wonderful so well, they are i don't know i heard biden's i i heard that 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 new spokesperson for uh, for biden the one in the oh, white goodness. house that that poor girl that she just uh, she's let me above- tell you she's adorable she is very cute she's a very attractive pretty person and i feel for her because it seems she is out of her depth she's floundering i don't care they they ask her a question this she's obviously she doesn't well anyway okay i'm not gonna pick on the girl but i'm gonna tell you something i wonder how long she's gonna last because boy they are just beating her up on a daily basis and i mean this is a friendly this is a this is a friendly press and they're still right. beating her up every press conference. And she's out there making the case, trying to make the case that the economy is just humming along. Everything is doing great. And you just mentioned well, it's it. not her fault. How is it her fault? Because that is the line of her boss. And that is her job is to go out there and sell the uh, positions of the Biden regime. And so they give her a bad hand. I mean, as I said, I really feel for her because she's young and she's clearly talented in some ways. But what ways? She's not talented. She's a political hack. What are you talking about? She's talented. The only thing she sits up there and does is try to make excuses and none of them work. Talented. Well, as I say, she was sent out there with these things to say. And the fact that it's not working, you know, it's hitting reality. And so they've they've kind of made her a sacrificial lamb, which is unfortunate. Okay. Let's go to this story that I could not decipher for the life of me. And this is why I turn to you, because there are sometimes I read things, Diana, they make absolutely no sense to my brain. The words and I'm not kidding. I read this stuff and I get lost. I'm like, what are they? What does this mean? So there was a story in which was it? The New York Times. New York Times. What the supporters of gun rights mean when they talk about evil? That would be me because I talk about evil all the time. And this thing went off into Christian theology and how what I got from is that Christians talk about evil, but they don't really know what they're talking about. 
I'm like, what the? What? What is this? When we turn to, when we want to know what is the Christian position on anything, we immediately turn to the New York Times, don't we? (laughs) Oh, yeah. This guy, who is the author, his name is Esau McCauley. He's an assistant professor of New Testament at Wheaton College in Wheaton, Illinois. And this is in my wheelhouse. I went to Houghton College, which is a kind of sister school to Wheaton, uh, evangelical colleges. And they are part of a Christian college consortium, to use that word. And so I am familiar, basically, with the environment he's writing for. But the reason the New York Times put him in is because he is scolding Christians for not doing Christianity correctly, because in his view, and according to his liberal point of view, that, you know, all Christians should embrace gun control. And that's the position he's writing from. He basically acknowledges that um, there are three sources of evil. It's a long theological discussion, the world, the flesh, and the devil. And he thinks Christians get it wrong because they take seriously Jesus's comment. And I, he has it in there, so I'm going to read that. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony and slander. These are what defile a person, Jesus said. And so then Esau Macaulay spends the rest of this essay saying Jesus is wrong because really it's society that is evil. And he cites American society being evil due to slavery. And so he says, basically, people who believe that murder starts in an evil heart have a deficient doctrine of sin and evil, it limits to the individual. They recognize only one source of sin, the heart. And so he's arguing with Jesus here, which, of course, he would not acknowledge. But he started with that quote, so I am pointing it out, and then basically ends up saying, he quotes another Bible verse, if anyone knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin. And he's basically saying Christians know that gun control is good and we should do it. And so if we do not embrace gun control, we are sinning. So that is basically Why is it the, the whole... only time the New York Times seems to talk <laughs> about Christians is to bash them? And to use uh, Christian uh, scripture to bash them over the head and and tell them they need to embrace a liberal position. And so, of course, I I have to say I I like this guy in one way. He has written a book called Josie Johnson's Hair and the Holy Spirit. It's a new book. It's a uh, children's book, and it is a. He talks about his own daughters. It's based on his own daughters. He's African American, and how you know it was a teaching tool to how why the Holy Spirit, why God loves everybody and values everybody, which I think is a wonderful book. It's a beautiful story, and I think he should stick to writing children's books. Well, I couldn't agree with you more, and I'm glad you explained that piece to me because I was just shaking my head. At some point, I just put it down. I said, okay, I'm going to turn this one over to Diane and have her explain it because I can't. So I do appreciate it. As always, Princess Di, an honor and a pleasure for us to have you here on both Nerdly's Saturday morning radio extravaganza, and we'll look forward to hearing from you next week. 
Always wonderful to talk to you, Sir James.